Welcome, welcome, welcome this morning to what I'm going to call a special edition of Let's Talk Trash. This is going to be a very different type of conversation today because I don't have my panel with me. And this is the first time that I am actually leaning in to talk to you myself. This may not be, I recognize this episode might not be for you specifically today. The topic, triggers and trauma. And so this might not be for everyone, but I am certain that it is probably for someone you love and you care about. Either way, I want you to hear it. I'm leaning in and I hope that you'll lean in with me. As I was talking to my team and preparing for this episode and we knew that the title was gonna be Triggers and Trauma because we're working our way through our acronym of TRASH. And remember, TRASH is triggers, reactions, accommodations, self, whether it's self-worth, how you value yourself, self-judgment. This S is about self and H is about habits. So we knew we were gonna be talking about triggers and trauma today. And as I started to put the introduction, you're used to me doing that at this point, my little monologue where I do an introduction to the topic, an interesting thing took place. I found this particular topic to be challenging to come up with the intro. And so I had to take a step back and it took me to a place that I like to call my deep discovery. As a coach, right, you all know this by now, we've shared, I'm a coach of transition and health. And as a coach that specializes in those areas, I'm very often reflective and introspective of my own state of being to ensure that I'm in a place to truly empower the clients that I work with. What am I saying? In layman's language, I don't wanna be dumping my trash on them. And so I'm always looking internally to make sure I'm good. So today's topic actually thrusts me back to a place that I had actually forgotten, but it finally provided an answer to a question that one of the team members asked me before we started this podcast. This was the question. Val, why did it take you so long to do this? Were you afraid? Okay, so now for someone who's about to step out and host a podcast, that's kind of like slap, slap, right, with that question. But I'm real and I'm transparent. And I answered it with the truth that I had in the moment. That's going to be key. And I said, yes. If any of you were on my first live on Facebook, you remember that. I was like, oh, my God, my knees are shaking under the table as I did my first live on social media. So my answer was yes. And I think I was a little afraid, and, and this is gonna sound funny, right? I'll say it a different way. 
I wasn't afraid of the public speaking. I love that part. Or sharing the message. I am used to, I told you I wear multiple hats. And so I'm, I've been a pastor for decades. And so I'm used to being transparent and vulnerable. That part didn't even bother me. But where I thought I was struggling and had some fear was around the complexity of actually navigating the space. I don't know anything about this space. I didn't grow up with it. I'm not in that area era where I was born with the cell phone as my third hand. That's not it. And so several episodes later, this one in particular, I found out that that answer wasn't entirely true. And so let me share this with you. A few decades ago, there was a situation with someone I was close to that resulted in a media sensation and not in a good way. It was viral and it wasn't good. And because of my proximity to this individual, I became a part of that media circus. And at one point I had to actually leave my home with my children to escape it. That very act of being surrounded by media and cameras and people asking questions, that was a traumatizing experience for me. My children were two and seven years old, and they are thrust along with me into the midst of this crazy insanity that the media was creating as they invaded my space uninvited. And I found it to be humiliating. I all of a sudden am on trial in the court of public opinion by people who did and didn't know me. Stripped of dignity, vulnerable and naked before people who cared nothing about me or my children. Back then, it wasn't social media the way we know it today. It was radio, it was TV, newspapers were online and in print. But nonetheless, it was media, it was social, and it spread fast and furious. And then, as if in a snap, they were on to the next thing. And I was left scarred, dazed, and hurting. I am left to pick up the pieces that their onslaught had created. Shattered. And as social media began to take center stage in the way we know it today, Whenever I would think about it, there was a triggering of a range of emotions from fear to detest. The fear of it drove me into hiding and the anger of it brought me to an isolation from it. I would not use it. I would not try it. I would not put myself out there in front of people ever again. 
And in that moment, I have been effectively silenced. The silence will become a roadblock to me moving forward and to keep those who were to hear my voice wanting and stuck. I was someone whose voice was used to speak to other people and that situation shut me down. I didn't show up anymore for those I was supposed to impact. I was missing from their lives and my own. Everyone, my name is Valerie Cheney. This is Let's Talk Trash, and I'm ready to talk about it today. So this condensed version of that part of my journey, it came at a time where I was much younger. I told you it was decades ago. I know I look young, but my youth is being renewed. That's why. But I was much younger. I was weaker, and I had little strength in terms of resources and support. And I lacked an understanding of what had actually happened to me, what was happening to me. And so here's what I want you to understand about situations like that. You may have a situation, it may not sound exactly like mine, but what I want you to hear is the trauma and what it triggered. And this is the stealthy nature of trash. I never made the connection between my disdain for social media until I was considering the format for this episode. I came to the realization, and it wasn't like I didn't know it, but it just hit me full force. I still need a daily trash day too. I'm here leading the conversation, but I'm not exempt from the conversation. I am very much a part of what we are exploring and working through together. It was decades behind me, the event that I just shared with you. And it rose up last week with all the intensity as if it had just happened yesterday. Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Of course we have. Of course we have. And so I want to take us back for a moment to episode four. Because as I talked about the importance of waste management in that episode, I shared a critical piece that I need everyone to connect to now. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, go back, take a listen. So where we're going from here today will make sense. There will be some continuity to the conversation for you. So I shared something. I said, waste management is important because it saves the environment from the toxic effects of inorganic matter that remain present in the waste. And then I said, put a pin there, we'll come back to that. This is the moment where we're coming back to that. 
because there it is. The environment that we're talking about is you. And the inorganic matter that remains present in the waste, those are the triggers. And so we've got to put this trash out on a regular basis so we can remove the triggers from our environment. So now let me give you my definition of triggers. Triggers are the hidden carryover toxins from our experiences that linger long after the actual event is over. Now that's not the scientific or clinical definition, but it's the way I process it to simplify it for myself and hopefully for you. It lingers. So triggers are what I call trace elements that are attached to the environment of our soul, our thoughts and our emotions. These trace elements, these triggers, they're embedded in us. And here's, here's part of the problem. When they're embedded in us, they begin to attract the same trace elements that are present in other people around us. Have you ever noticed that you attract the same type of people, gravitate toward the same type of situations? Do you gravitate towards the same opportunities or relationships all the time? Can you think back for a minute right now? Is there a pattern? When you really look closely at that, can you see a pattern of sameness across the span of your life? If you do, that's the trace elements in your trash at work. Trace elements speak to you. This is the mental chatter and the noise that consistently rises like my fear of social media, and it hindered my progress. What's hindering your progress? What are the trace elements that are speaking to you on a consistent basis that's stopping you and holding you back and keeping you stuck in a moment of trauma? Now, it can also work for you when the trash is removed and replaced with equal positivity, right? And so that's a matter for the next episode. But for now, I wanna keep the conversation right here on the triggers and trauma because I wanna work through this trash situation first. So let me keep going. Trace elements in our trash are very much like, think about a walk in the woods, a hike. My friend Janine, she keeps trying to drag me on a hike. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in about a couple of weeks. I'm gonna go with her. So I'm gonna have some very real analogies for this. But for right now, let's just think about you're walking through the woods and you're stepping on some dry, crunchy leaves and sticks. Trace elements are like those dry leaves and sticks. They are kindling ripe 
for a spontaneous combustion. Do you ever notice how fast thoughts build up steam and spread through your mind and your thoughts? You can start out with one little thought of, oh, my hand hurts today. And by the end of the day, you are at, oh my God, do I have arthritis? Is my arm broke? Right? How fast that builds up steam as we think about it. That's an internal wildfire set by these little covert operatives working from the inside, trace elements. So now, taking a look at the possibility that this is actually happening to you, take some courage, my friend. I know, because I just had to do it. I had to actually be honest and now coming on here on this episode telling you that I'm hosting it and I was actually petrified to use social media. How crazy is that? So I know that this is not work for the timid because it takes courage to grow, to really look at yourself. I mean, really, really look at yourself is the hardest work you will ever do. But we must do this work because the outcomes of not addressing it are far worse and scarier than this. So what did I do? I started to think back on that. And clearly I've made some progress because I'm sitting here talking to you for the fifth time on an episode of Let's Talk Trash, right? But I began to think about some of the things that were going on alongside of that trauma as it was being triggered, as social media was coming to the forefront and people were like, Val, get on Facebook, Val, use Facebook. I was like, ah, I'm not doing none of it. And I wasn't even subtle about it either. I was adamant, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting on it. Stop asking me about it. That was it. But other things beside that were actually going on in the background. And I want to bring those forward today too. I started thinking about the physical effects of that time on my life. And as I shared, I was younger And I was physically strong. So the weakness wasn't in my body. It was in my faith. It was in my understanding of who I was. I was weak in being able to rise above it, but I was not physically weak. I was physically strong enough, even if I wasn't in other areas. And I remember vividly how lethargic I was. I was exhausted and drained all the time. Guys, I had no appetite. And when I did eat, I couldn't keep it down. My mind was cloudy and I couldn't think clearly most of the time. Have you ever woke up as tired as you were when you went to sleep? Have you ever struggled with trying to string two sentences together correctly to get your point across? This is the kind of cloudiness I'm talking about. And this is the kind of physical fatigue that I was experiencing. I had headaches. 
And, you know, I'm talking about waking up, feeling tired. I wasn't even really sleeping. I felt like I had insomnia. I could physically feel myself shaking from the stress and anxiety as I went through my day. I mean, I could stick my hand out and just see it trembling throughout the day. I was sad. I was probably borderline depressed, depressed, but you know, I wasn't really talking to anybody professional about that, but I probably was as I look back. I was anxious all the time. And most of that fear was around, could I protect my children through this crisis? And I know that right now, I might not be describing you, but I'm describing someone. And as I think back, I remember that I felt weak and helpless because I was weak and helpless. My body couldn't handle that level of stress. It had never experienced, I had never experienced anything like that. Without that physical strength, it's hard to fight back. You want to, something down inside of you wants to rise, but it's suffocated and it can't, which in itself is distressing. It was stressing and distressful for me because I'm a warrior queen. People who know me, they know. I'm, I'm a ride or die chick. I will fight with you. If I'm down with you, I'm a fight with you. I'll fight for you. I'll fight with you. I will fight. And I couldn't. And that was probably the hardest part of all of this. And so some of this might be hard to hear. Not the episodes like we've had before. But I want to bring this out because I am living, breathing proof that you can come out of it on the other side and thrive in your life. And that's why I'm talking about it. I want to bring hope, strategy, and a measure of healing to somebody else today. There is hope for the trauma. There is hope for the trauma. You can come out the other side and write a book. I did. Start a business. I did. Travel the world. I do. And even finally develop and produce a podcast and put it out all across social media. It was there. It was underneath the trash and the trace elements that I didn't even realize were present were actually affecting the decisions that I was making in my life and they were holding me back from something that I am designed to do. But I'm an example of overcoming it.
mainly because I wanted my children to know what it meant to overcome. Can you see yourself right now as an overcomer? I can. Remember that vision back in episode one, we started writing? Bring it forward and see yourself as that man, as that woman today. So I want to bring this episode to a conclusion. I'm thinking about releasing this earlier. The follow-up episode, episode six, is going to be all about solutions and strategies. And I'm going to talk with my team after we record episode six to see if I should release them simultaneously so that you have this conversation that I'm having with you and the solutions together. Here's my concern. And so I need you to make me a promise that if we release them together, that you won't skip listening to this to jump straight to the solutions. That you'll listen to them both and you'll spend some time here to start to think about what are some of the things that are hidden? What are some of the trace elements that are causing your decisions to not be those that are moving you forward? What are some of those trace elements in the situations that they originate from that are causing you to attract the same types of things and people over and over and over. And so our next episode, we're going to focus solely on those strategies to help you build. And this is where I want to start with this, the physical health. So you have the fortitude and the energy to actually do the work of removing the trash that you identify. And so I do have another thing I want to ask for you. I want you to do me a favor. Between now and the release of episode six, whenever it happens, I'd like you to consider this. Is Valerie describing me or someone I love? Could my physical condition be hindering my forward progress? Have I been on a cycle of attracting what I do not want in my life? And like me, Could there be trash I haven't identified and removed yet? Think about that over these next couple of days and the next week. I know this is a weighty topic. It's serious, but it's for serious people ready to be better. So until we circle back on this again, ponder these questions and see what comes to mind and write it down. Keep track of it. And so, oh, my friend Janine, she just jumped in and she has a, she popped in the chat. Hey, thank you for popping in. Hello, hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Excellent. Excellent. Oh my gosh. I'm so blessed to be here and, and excited 
about all of this, Val. And you're right. This is work and it's important work. And thank you so much for leading the charge. Um, do I have permission to ask a question? Absolutely. Excellent. All right. Well, I would love to know, given what you just shared, because it was so relevant for me. Um, what was your greatest learning from this season for yourself? This one you're talking about. Two things, Janine. Thank you for the question. Actually, sure. um, when I think about it, I think there are two things that really jump out at me. The first one, there is treasure hidden beneath every piece of trash. There is treasure there. Yes. Something that truly moves and inspires and is waiting to impact the world through you, through me. That I think was the first learning. There is treasure hidden beneath the trash. And I'd love to say that I figured that out. That lesson came, Janine, like 20 years ago, 15 years ago. No, that lesson came over this past week. Wow, powerful. Treasure hidden beneath the trash. And I wish that I had known it 20 years ago, but I know it now and I can move forward with it now. And then the second lesson I think I learned again this week, it's never too late to allow what hurts you to be a part of what heals you. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Those are my two biggest lessons. Don't let it be trash for the rest of your life. It can be a part of making you whole. Mm. So that's that's my lessons from this week. So everyone, again, leaning in to really start this conversation. I didn't have the conversation with the panel this week, but Janine popped in at the end and heard some of it. So I'm glad that she did. My conversation was directly with you today. I want you to listen to this. I want you to consider what's hidden under your trash. What treasure is there that you can be forward and absolutely be a blessing to the world? So between now and next time, oh, 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 my social media director is going to beat me down if I leave this episode and not do it this week. Please connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at let's, with an apostrophe S, talk trash, underscore podcast. That's let's talk trash, underscore podcast on Facebook and Instagram. All right. I think I did everything that I was assigned to do today. So until next time, let's make every day trash day. Talk to you next time. Bye now.